Good morning. It is time to skip the BS. Time for Undisputed. Time to talk Lamar Jackson, MVP, and Ravens uh, Super Bowl favorites. This after that beatdown in the Bay. The 49er bullies getting bullied in their house by the six-point underdog Ravens. The final score was 33-19, to 19 and it didn't even feel that close. Man, am I loving my preseason pick of Ravens winning the Super Bowl. Keyshawn had the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Keyshawn and I were the only two on this show who had the Ravens, quote-unquote, upsetting the 49ers last night. Michael Irvin, Richard Sherman, and Lil Wayne all had San Francisco winning last night. Michael will join us in just a few minutes to talk Cowboys dead or alive. I'm not sure which they are at this point. But first up, Richard, you played for the 49ers. Did the Ravens look like clearly the better team last night? Yeah, Skip, they played great defense. They had four interceptions, got a fifth from Sam Darnold at the end of the game. I mean, you can't win a game when you turn the ball over five times. Their defense was attacking all night. They were swarming. Um, you got to give them a lot of credit. They forced Brock Purdy into bad passes. They tipped the passes away. They intercepted the football. Christian McCaffrey still had a really good game. But at the end of the day, those are the things that determined uh, the outcome of the game. So they played a better game than the San Francisco 49ers last night for sure. Ooh, that was ooh, quick. Ooh, <laughs> that's like no boss. I, I, no I ain't never heard you I go that up. fast, Richard. I guess it is what it is. It's over. It is what it is. Yeah, I, that, that's true. Look, Skip, the, 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 the Ravens dominated on both sides of the football, okay? Period. They just did. Yeah, and you talk about dominating. They physically outplayed the San Francisco 49ers. Something, I look, I picked them to go and win the football game. You mentioned that at the top, you and I both. Yeah. But I didn't think that they would just physically impose that will on them and dominate them to a whole nother level. Chris McCaffrey, yeah, he had 100 yards running, okay, whatever. They probably should have kept running the football early and often with him, but yep. they played the Brock Purdy game. They, they did. wanted to try to. They, they wanted to try to show up Lamar. My yep. quarterback's better than yours. That's why they got beat at. Trying to be too cute and too smart in the situation. It's not about the stinger, okay? Mm -hmm. He started the game. And when you start a football game, that means you can play. I don't want to hear anything about, oh, well, his stinger will get better. I don't want to hear any of that. Neither do I. The guy on the other side of the field played like an MVP. On and off the field, he's done a tremendous job in his career. And when you watch what they did with those young receivers is Zay Flowers getting after him. But then a guy like Jadavion Clowney, he all of a sudden hey, became the hey. number one overall pick hey. in last night's game. Agreed. When I look at it, Skip, the lights were too bright, yep. which is crazy as it sounds for the 49ers yesterday, yep. but they were not too bright for the Baltimore Ravens. And you look at the statistical side of things, Lamar Jackson played phenomenal. He did what he could. As I said, when we left this show on Friday, they've never seen a quarterback like this. Yes, they faced Kyler Murray a lot in, in San Francisco, but this is different. different. This is just a different, you know, I don't want to hear any of this. He can't throw from the pocket. Oh, he, I worry about him in the run game. That's pretty much it. He can't do, miss me with that. Mm. This dude here, is on a whole nother level yep. than what you've seen before at this quarterback position with this style. Yes, we've had the Cam Newtons of the world and the Michael Vicks. We've had all those guys, even Jalen Hurts. But for whatever reason, he rises to the occasion. 
And then all of a sudden, the rest of his teammates are following him. And, and they rise to the occasion. Defense came to play. They, that's just the, the flat-out thing is they came to play and the 49ers did not. Precisely. What I love the most about last night is that the Baltimore Ravens, with their play-like-a-Raven tradition, went into San Francisco, where San Francisco has destroyed teams such as my team, owned that turf, and all of a sudden the Ravens walked on to their turf and said, watch this. And I thought they bullied the San Francisco bullies in their house on their turf. And that defense is hellacious hard to deal with because they disguise and they smash and they smack. And just real quick, I just thought this was the, the play of the night for me was Marlon Humphrey challenging Debo on that little quick pass. If we could see this play, I just thought it was, I, I know it came in the third quarter. It wasn't like a first quarter tone setter, but most people don't do that. Most people just don't want any part of that. And Marlon Humphrey said, okay, I'll take my shot. And again, he did not knock Debo down, and Debo went on to get six yards. But just the message sent, this is one team that's not afraid of Debo. That was the lick of the year to me, <laughs> even though it's not the smartest thing to do. And, and Keyshawn, if you want to get Debo down, you know, you obviously should go a little lower. It's just a message play to me. Well, he, where, if, yeah. <clears throat> in football nowadays, and Richard can speak to this, yeah. for whatever reason, they don't wrap up. No, they don't. They just rapper. don't don't no. wrap up. If he wraps Debo at the same time, the collision skip, he brings him down. I, I think he was more interested in delivering a blow than wrapping up. That's just me. Probably yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. Then we we flip it around to Brock Purdy. And look, I always put everything back in the context of my Dallas Cowboys. We're going to talk about them in just a few minutes, dead or alive. But the point is, <laughs> there's one way to beat San Francisco, and that is if the, the 49er quarterback self-destructs, and he is highly capable of self-destructing because he will try just about anything, and sometimes it'll work. Much of the time it'll work. It's worked much of this year. He was the MVP favorite coming into this game. And as I tweeted mid-game, that big whoosh that you just heard was the air escaping from Brock Purdy's MVP balloon because some of the things he tried last night did not work. So let's just go. He threw four picks, could have been five very easily, and there was one other crazy play we're going to get to. But let's look at the first interception, shall we? He just late with the ball. It, it's Debo on a dig route, and Kyle Hamilton just sitting there. And I don't think he got fooled. I just think he was late. You, you got to throw this much sooner. There was a little window to get the ball, but but yeah, he has to throw. As yeah. soon as Debo yeah, passes as as the goes, linebacker, yeah, ball's got to be out. Got to be. He gone. led him too and far he, over. He looked and he looked, and then he came back. It looked like third option, and Kyle Hamilton didn't do anything to trick him. I didn't think no, he just stood. I mean, there. right right here, George Kittle just needs to run his corner to the corner of the end zone to yep. hold the safety, and it's a touchdown. I mean, okay. it's not that hard of a play. But but he did not, and Kyle Hamilton. It, it, it looked like Kyle Hamilton was looking around Hamilton like. Seriously? You're going to throw me this? All right. Now let's look at the second pick if we could. Man, that was a corner route, Richard? Yeah, I don't know about a corner. That was supposed to be a corner. That's the point. Yeah, problem. The ball that's that gets the tipped up in the air by Stevens and picked <laughs> off. Uh, not, not a terrible play. It's just it's a great play by the, the corners coming. Great defensive yeah, play, but these works. are the issues that you have with smaller quarterbacks. You, you do. I agree. All right. 
So that's nothing to do with a smaller quarterback. Great play by the defense. Okay. And, all right, let's try number three because this one is vintage Brock Purdy to me. He says, I don't see it. I don't see it. So I'll just run over here. I'll run over here. I'll run over here. And I'll throw it back across my body into the middle of the field, which is always a bad idea, and it gets tipped up. That's just, again, that's a bad idea throw. That's vintage Brock Purdy. That's that's why his receiver in the chest and it gets bounced up in the air. Gotcha. No, it didn't hit his receiver. The DB's all over Stop, it. Oh, the ball gets hit by the DB. It's Come his on. receiver That's a horrible in the chest. Idea. I like the, the 49ers. Terrible throw. Stop. It's a terrible. I'm just throw. I'm just showing you what the tape says. Guys. I like oh, the Niners too, oh, man. man. But you gotta stop. Richard, you hit the got receiver in the chest. That you're watching. Yeah. Okay. Great play by Hamilton. This is. They need. They gotta make sure that they get Hamilton back healthy. Yeah. And then. Let's try. Did they oh, say what was wrong well, with him? Did they say? Did they? This is the one where Kyle's like closing his eyes on the sideline. Oh God. Okay, let's try the last one, <laughs> shall we? The last one. We're still. Yeah, still I, it's just. Let's try the last. This is the fourth pick, and this one gets his arm got hit. So I'm going to give you that one. That's just great. That's great defense. That's yeah, a great they're, pass they're, rush. They're all over him. They're all over him. They're all over him much of the light, night. And to your point, Keyshawn, I don't know, that number 24 for the Ravens, would you believe that's Jadavian Clowney? That's Jadavian Clowney. We're yeah, number I, 24. Who knew? Here he is. All right, he's back. And, okay, and then there was another pick that was nearly thrown. If we could see the first, was, uh, the first third down play of the second half, this is the first, it's third and five. And that one hits, I think it was Queen right in the hands. Could have been pick number five very easily. All right, another he wild throw. And then could we see the circus play that Brock Purdy tried to pull off on the fourth down play that failed, if we could. That's another pick. Here's the fourth down play that failed, and he decides to throw it. No look over his shoulder to McCaffrey. Okay. The sweet right. play, though, okay. Skip. All right, I know. The it sweet play. Okay. He just tried okay. to do whatever right. he could okay. to keep the drive right. alive. But that's who this kid is, and he will try just about anything at any time. So, to me, bottom line takeaway is their greatest strength, which has been Brock Purdy, can also be their greatest weakness because he's got that haywire gene in him in which he will try Brett Farvian kind of throws and a lot of times they work, and sometimes they do not work. I think for, for them, though, if, if you go back and you look at some of the games that they lost this year, yeah. when that left tackle and Trent Williams is not in the game, yeah. it's a different situation for the quarterback position. It, it, you know, Davion Clowney and the company smelled the blood in the water, and they yeah. attacked and went after them. And, and you have to admit that, Richard, when that guy is not on the field, it's a different offensive line. And you can certainly oh, no see that with late in the game last night. He allegedly pulled no his question. groin. No That's question. what they, they said. They got, I don't know what it was. They got yeah. they got beat up on the offensive line. Javion, <laughs> well, I want to say he yeah. had two sacks and one one drive. But again, Skip, nonsensical. I'm not concerned about this in the least. Again, three of the passes gets tipped up. Congratulations, great plays by the defense. They took advantage of those plays as they should. The bad read by him, which wasn't really a bad read. George Kittle runs the route he's supposed to run, holds the safety like he's supposed to. It's drilled in the end zone. That's what he was expecting. George Kittle instead goes underneath the corner, which you never do on a corner route, do you, Keyshawn? You never yeah, go it under did, the It didn't look like a corner route. It, based on the depth, it, it did not look like a corner route. Exactly. Maybe, but, but based on the concept, when I, got a, when I got a seam route that gets covered too, I'm the bender. That backside route is a corner route to pull Hamilton out of there. Now he got a big cavity to drill the ball in. 
He didn't see it, I'm sure. He didn't recognize it. He let it go. So I don't know if I put it on Kittle or if I put it on Purdy. But based on looking at it right there, it certainly looked like if he would have gone deeper to the front, to the back of the pylon, Hamilton sees him, and then it's a big cavity for him to throw it in there. Just like we uh, uh, credit other people with interceptions, we can't take the fact that Brock Purdy did throw a pick. We can't all of a sudden oh, no, start we, saying, we, we, we well, Hamilton a is pick playing. is a pick. Kyle Hamilton is playing all pro football, and, and they, they're a different defense when he's not out there. I think he'll get his first all pro this year. Um, and he deserves all the credit. He's a big reason his defense works. Um, his his uh, varied variability, I mean, he's playing linebacker, he's playing nickel, he's playing safety. He plays everything. He's very uh, useful in his defense. I mean, he's playing kind of a robber role, and he's been fantastic covering receivers, running backs, tight ends, everything. And he's been blitzing. Uh, he's really the linchpin of this defense, along with what you said, Jadavion County. Uh, Matabike, has, I think he has 12 and a half sacks. Might have got another half a sack last night. Uh, and so this defense has got people getting sacks from all over the place. But it, uh, it does not concern me about the Brock Purdy deal. You know, it's, it, games like this happen. This is still a second-year quarterback. A lot of those balls are tipped up. If these were balls where he's just throwing it to the defense consecutively at, where he's like, hey, make a bad read here, make a bad read here, make a bad read here, and you're like, oh, well, maybe this kid has lost the juice. That is not what I saw last night. Mm. Um, but, again, congratulations to the Baltimore Ravens. They played a big game in a big situation against the number one team in the league when they had to have it. You know, this is primetime game in December, and you can't throw a four-interception game in December and expect to win the MVP. No, you cannot. And by the way, real quick point on Kyle Hamilton. He did look like he got hurt in the fourth quarter, and yet John Harbaugh said after the game it did not look serious. He's had a sprained knee, and it looked like he just aggravated it as he went down and got his leg caught up underneath him. So I'm hoping for their sake he's okay because he is a driving force of that defense. What what do you think about the other guy on the other side? Don't skip. How well did he play? How well did that offense and Zay Flowers and company play? How how well did Edwards, when allowed to rush the football, do for them or catch the ball out of backfield? What What do you say about that side of the ball? What I say about it is that Lamar took the MVP lead last night, and I know Richard is about stats, and Richard is about Brock Purdy stats and C-Mac stats, and I give you those stats, but what did your eyes tell you last night? Who took the game over last night as the quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens? He controlled the football game from start to finish, and there are very few quarterbacks I've ever referred to as a baller because the position is not a balling position. But Lamar just balls. He just wants the ball and to control the ball and make the throws and the escapes and the runs that he needs to to buy time when he needs to. He's just difficult to deal with. And I thought he just took the game over to the point that on the national stage on Christmas night, he sees the MVP lead from Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey. And we'll get deeper into this in just a moment, Richard, but you're probably, if I know you, not buying that. (laughs) I mean, the the stats are all that matter, Skip. I mean, the last three MVPs, the last five MVPs have had over 40 40 total touchdowns. Um, You talk about Aaron getting it with 48 touchdowns and I think four interceptions. Patrick Mahomes had 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. Even Lamar, when he won it, had 43 total touchdowns. So, I, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, but if you're saying a guy is going to win MVP with under 30 touchdowns, it'll be the first time in a very long time. And, okay. that, and that may very well be the case. But what did you see with your eyes is yeah. what Skip is asking yeah. you. Not about touchdowns. What, 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 what did you uh, see? Again, uh, 
again, if I if I judged the MVP off of one game plays, like if I if I went off of hey, oh, I saw one game and these guys played great, then we wouldn't have the MVPs that we've had in this league. So what I'm saying is, what you're saying is stats don't matter, Keyshawn. And so for the history of this game, stats have mattered. So for the history of this game, stats will matter. And so when you have to when you have to start your conversation off with stats shouldn't matter in this case. There's not an argument to be made. Okay, but Richard, Richard, the one stat that matters right now is 12 and three, and that's what the Ravens are. I think they're going to be 13 and three I, when I, they beat Miami. They beat the dude head to head, Richard. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Oh, like, come on. Okay, so 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 again, you don't need the stats though. So so you beat the guy head to head. You don't need the gonna, numbers. That's, that's, we're going to get into the, the conversation about the MVP. I just want to know what you saw on the field from Lamar last night? Because I know what I saw. I'm, I saw saying, the best I'm player on the I field answered, was Lamar Jackson. I hear Jackson. what you're saying. I, I hear what you're saying. And he played, he, no question. There's not a debate about that last night. That, he played a great game last night. Let's not debate that. You're debating the MVP. So are you debating the MVP of the league? Or are you debating oh, who was the best you, player on the field I last asked night? You a, first of all, I asked Skip a simple question. No, Skip asked me a question. So and you no, asked No, I asked Skip a simple question. I said, what did you see? Did Skip ask you what you saw? You start talking about the MVP. All I want to know, Skip what said, you saw Skip on said, the field, was he the better Richard, quarterback last night? I would night? say I, he was the best player on the field. We could we can argue that. We could we could debate that to the end of time, but that is 100% the fact. Is he the MVP of the National Football League is what Skip was uh, alluding to when talking to me. So that's not, I mean, statistically, that's not the, that's not the but case. But you keep Compared talking about statistics. MVP, so what, what else is there to talk about when you're talking about the MVP? The man the is 12 and 4. He oh, went three. in a candlestick. Uh, yeah. Say it again. And three. Yeah. 12 and 3. He went in a candlestick. Mm-hmm. Why do I keep calling it candlestick? It's okay. He no, went no, in a San Francisco. Yep. Okay? And went head to head against two people that the two. nation said had was the front runner for the trophy. And, and so again, we're talking about statistically. I could go. I could go on and on about when Brock Purdy went head to head with guys who would lead the MVP race. Keyshawn, that's not I, an I, argument I to be made. You keep talking about statistics. Day, it's going to be quarterbacks, and I don't have the chart in front of me. Yeah. But by the time we get to this conversation, Richard, I'll, I'll make sure that Nick give me the numbers. I It'll can't be wait. quarterbacks. I can't wait. It'll be quarterbacks in this league mm. on losing teams. Or teams with less records than Lamar with better numbers. Mm-hmm. So in the end the of the day, the number matter. is the W is what matters. So, so now it's just a, the quarterback for the the winningest team in the league is the MVP. Is that what we're saying look, now? Look, I'm just I'm look, just trying to figure out what's team, the, what the, the winningest is. team in the league plus his numbers. What numbers are you looking at? We just. A touchdowns, Keyshawn Johnson, when he won the MVP of the league, which he has done. He it's had a different touchdowns. year. Nobody's throwing for it's 50 a, touchdowns this year. It's a different what year. What I'm saying is the MVP of the league, Keyshawn Johnson, oh he had God. 43. So that year, that year, the numbers matter. That year when he had 43 touchdowns, the number matter. When he, he doesn't have 43 touchdowns, the numbers. He also was on a winning team, Richard. Yeah. He's exactly. also on a winning with team. With the numbers. So those go hand in hand. Ne- never mind, man. Cause you- so, Richard. The beauty of last night was we had a solo stage game on Christmas night, this late, on December 25th. It was the first time in 30 years that we had two teams, not since Dallas at New York Giants at the end of the 93 season, 
with the two teams with the best record playing for home field advantage. It's been 30 years since we had this kind of a showcase, not just team versus team, but in this case, we had an MVP showcase showdown last night. And clearly, the voters are going to be heavily swayed by what they saw this late in the year because you can't I, ask I for you. better than this. This was on silver numbers, platter for the, the nation to sit comparable. back and behold. And you. there it was. Are you talking about they're not comparable? What numbers are you looking at? I, I, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. I will destroy you in the next conversation, Keyshawn. Don't, no, we don't need to keep going back and forth. The numbers will destroy you. There, there's no logic to your conversation. There's no backup. That's just you are saying, you, I test, I test, I, I test. Don't I don't want to number after number after number after number because the numbers. numbers I know you don't because don't the numbers won't the numbers support your argument. Because we get into it when the, we get into the numbers won't support anything you're saying. You, oh, all right, man. I, <laughs> all right. All right, enough of that for the moment. We will get right back to it in about 30 minutes here on Undisputed. Because Why we up next, so long? we got to blame. Oh, excuse right. me, we got to bring the playmaker in to talk Cowboys. Why you got this star on? I got to hear what Michael Irvin know. has to say about Cowboys dead or alive after that thing down there in Miami on Christmas Eve. Dead as a fish. Mm. No mercy. No mercy. When it comes to travel. We all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us. But we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. On Christmas Eve, it felt like Merry Christmas, Cowboy fans. Dak Prescott hit Brandon Cooks for a touchdown on third and goal from the eighth to give the Cowboys a 20-19 lead. But three minutes and 27 seconds remain. Plenty of time for the Dolphins to move 64 yards in 12 what felt like inevitable plays, including the walk-off field goal. Dolphins 22, Cowboys 20, a game that mixed the emotions of Cowboy fans the world over. So much to like, but so many lumps of coal in our stockings. Defense was so solid, then so vulnerable. The offense was so unstoppable, then so flawed. In the end, to me, it just felt like we've lost our winning edge just when legit contenders are peaking and taking off. But I want to know what Playmaker thinks. 
Michael Irvin, were you yeah. encouraged or discouraged by 22 to 20? And now, Skip, it's hard for me because I'm such a positive person and all. Keith, don't get off. Get your feet off I them. Just, I hey, want to hear you talk. Put your feet down and oh, let me finish. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> I, I'm such a positive person. Glass half full kind of person. Yes, you are. Now, and I, and, and I, must, admit, I must admit this. It, it, this is different, Skip. This yeah. is different because I'm sitting next to you now, you know, and 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 I'm a competitor, a great competitor. I so understand. when I sit next to all them other dirty dog, devil, Dallas Cowboys hating, I naturally flare up ready for a fight. You do. But since I'm sitting next to someone who loves the Cowboys like I do, I then I, now, now I'm willing to open my ear gate and listen. Yep. And I know you tried to tell me some of these things. And I said, no, no, I still see the Dallas Cowboys. Was as an elite team. Now, now, now. Yesterday, discouraged. I say discouraged. I say discouraged because this. You have to, and I said it. I said it last week. You have to conquer this demon. In this league, they don't let you take them and win anyway. You gotta conquer this demon. You do. And they didn't exercise that demon, exercise that demon. No. So now you have to see him again. You don't get rid of him. You got to go on the road. You got to play your games to get to where you want to be on the road. Now, I do think, though, Skip, is I'm discouraged with it, Key, but I can see it say, well, this is what every team is. We started this season talking about top teams in the NFC. I mean, the top teams we have in the NFC. And each have rotated on that top spot. Philly yeah. has rotated, San Fran, now Dallas, and all go, come and just keep rotating. In the NFC, With the, and I still have San Fran probably out front, this is what it is. Yeah. This is what it's going to be. So I am discouraged that the Cowboys are not an elite, elite, elite team like like I want them to be. But I'm encouraged the rest of the league, at least certainly the rest of the NFC, says anybody has a chance this year. Fair mm. enough. All right. Keyshawn, mm. 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 your well, reaction. Because you are going on the road. That does matter, Michael. Yes. The silver yes. lining and all that, that's cool. But you are going on the road, and you have not shown me anything, as they would say, Mr. Irving, that would make me believe that you can right. win on the road. Okay? Think about it. I gave you a quiz against Seattle. You open book. They put 35 on you at home. That was an open book. You passed it. That's fine. Then you had the first test against Philadelphia at home. You handled business with an ailing quarterback that had knee issues. Then I say, okay, here's the big midterm for y'all. Going on the road, as I told Skip, in Buffalo, what happened? Beat down. Beat down. Beat down. Then you go to Miami, and Miami just basically had control of the game. It looked cool toward the end that you – Hey, you know, I'm on the edge of my seat waiting to push sin on FaceTime for you because <laughs> I knew that this was going to happen. And I'm not a hating Cowboy fan. I'm a realist. And you can't figure out how to win on the road. Now you're going up against a team in Detroit here at home 
which really, Detroit's not really. They already clinched. They're good in the division. So they're you, still playing for seed, though. Yeah, what that's seed right. are they going to really? One seed. I mean, yeah. they're not. They're, yeah, they're not a shot. but are they really? Do they really got a real shot, or is Philadelphia in a better position to get that number one seed than Detroit? They're going to come in right there. Now? Yes. Right now, right, they right are. now, I think right now, I don't know. Detroit wins out, don't they? Win that second seed. I don't sure. believe the because second seed ain't I, I as big. I believe everybody in Philly. The second seed ain't as I heard everybody is, in Philly. I heard everybody in Philly's already pulling for the Cowboys, and you know it takes something special. That's why, because that's what I heard. That's what I heard the, the, on the my second, ride over here. The second here. seed, the second seed is not in, as important as the first seed. We don't know what's going to happen to get that number one seed. It's not the same as when you and I played, where you had the two by, you know, two buys in the situation. Right. Skip. I right. think the Cowboys. But, but wait, 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 Key. Let me tell you one thing. I say that is that's different. If you haven't played a playoff game in your building in over thirty years, Detroit. Oh my God, that would be crazy. Oh well, yeah, they got they a game. They already got a game in the in the in the building. But yeah, what right. I would say, right. Skip, about the Cowboys and what I saw in the game is I saw them forget about a guy who was balling in the beginning in C.D. Lamb. All of a sudden, Mike McCarthy, for whatever reason, forgot he was on the football field. And in my beliefs, that cost y'all the game. I agree. That cost y'all the game because they didn't. He should have had 20 targets, not 10, 20. (sighs) Okay, my turn. (sighs) I'm going to start from the start because the start was really, for me, the end. My team, for once, won the toss and did not defer. And I stood up in my little room and I just applauded Mike McCarthy. That's how you do this. You say, our offense is going to ram it right down their throats and we're going to seize control because we're going to seize momentum and they're going to make, let's make them match us instead of us sort of playing not to lose. Let's play this to win. And my offense goes 75 yards, I'm sorry, 73 yards in 15 plays. Oh, great. And twice in that drive, we went to a sudden secret weapon, a guy who had three carries all year, undrafted out of North Dakota State, our fullback Lipke, Hunter Lipke. And I'm like, really? We're, we're featuring him now? And we get down to the goal line, and I'm going to show you first a carry by Tony Pollard. And after Brandon Cooks had gone nine yards on a reverse, now now we're down to the one-yard line. And first, this is the Tony Pollard little quick toss. And I could not believe he didn't get this ball in the end zone. That is their safety, Elliott, who weighs 210 pounds. You, you just, I'm sorry, I love Tony Pollard, but you got to get that ball in the you end zone. You got turned around, let's I, I, I understand, but you... you you got to hit it. Why with didn't more. he sprint to the end zone? Why you, didn't he sprint to the corner? You, you, you just got to hit it harder. One way or the other, you got to use your momentum and your quickness and your speed and your power right. to get the ball right. to break the plane. And he got spun backward, and the ball did not break the plane because he gets tackled backward. He, he goes backward with the ball never threatening to break the plane. So now all of a sudden, he does get the first down, but he doesn't get the touchdown. So now it's first and goal at the one-yard line. You have four chances to get it in from one yard. And we go back to our secret weapon. The genius Mike McCarthy says, let's give it to the undrafted rookie fullback and see if he can 
power the football over the goal line, and he does not get the handoff. And I blame him a little more than Dak because I thought the handoff was pretty pure. I thought it was in the breadbasket. I, I thought. Sneak it. Okay. You got four tries. Okay. Sneak it, man. You got right. a big old right. quarterback right. sneak right. it. Right. What are you hey, doing? Come on. Come on. No. Hunter, this is not Moose Johnston. What, 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 what are we doing? What, what are we doing? The ball is on the ground, and I am on the ground. I'm on the floor rolling because that is seven beautiful, precious points that right. you leave right. on the ground. And then insult to injury right. is we back them up into third and nine at their three. And now little two has to throw it out of his end zone. And I'm thinking, safety? Can we get to him? Can, can we sack fumble him in the end zone? And here's what he does. On third and nine for the wow. three, he drops back and goes bombs away over Stephon Gilmore and throws a dime to Waddle. A di- it, it was, that was his throw of the day. I mean, I don't know how you can do it prettier than that. And they are out of jail. And here we go the other direction. <laughs> okay. And, and these are the kind of plays. I, my defense has to rise up and make one play. I just need one big, tumultuous turnover play. We created no turnovers the whole day, but we've been going on the road right. all year and forcing no turnovers because the only one we forced, other than the game at Carolina, in the, in the big games on the road, we forced one turnover at San Francisco. That's it. Okay, so we're not making the play on defense on the road. Okay, so now we get the ball back. We're down three to nothing. And to your point, Keyshawn, can I show you the two plays that ensued to C.D. Lamb? This is on first down and then on second down. Let's see what happened. This is to 88. This is the new 88 in the long line of 88s. That's the first one. And this one is the showstopper. A little crosser, and he is gone, and he is running with anger. He is beasting. He, he is, as, as Keyshawn said, there's one cowboy who is flat-out balling right now, and it's 88 who started reminding me of that 88 I covered back in the 90s for the Dallas you Cowboys. You feed him to the cows, come hey, on. Come on, right. come on. You just feed yeah. him. So, so what happened in the first half? He catches four balls for 93 yards, and it looked like he was just taking the game over, right? In the second <laughs> right. half, he caught two balls for 25 yards. It's just wrong. It's just it, – I. Right. It, you, you either have to blame Mike McCarthy or Dak Prescott. In much of the second half, to me, just to my eye, how many times do we see Dak drop back in the second half and double clutch it like, like I'm going to go, I'm going to go? No, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <sighs> we just never looked sure in the second half, and it was miraculous. It was like a, a Christmas Eve miracle that he did hit Brandon Cooks, if we could see the play, on third and goal after he'd gotten sacked and it looked like we were going the wrong direction. And then he rises up and hits little Brandon Cooks, who's become our best beautiful red throw. zone threat, which is beautiful throw. hard for me to believe. Great throw, it's a great beautiful catch. Throw. Great throw, great catch beautiful by a little throw. man. That was on Jalen Ramsey, by the way. Okay, that'll work. Beautiful. Okay, I'll take it. But, right. Michael, I don't know about you. As right. soon as his feet came down inbounds for the touchdown, I'm looking at 327 left, and I did not believe in my heart of hearts that we could keep them from kicking a field goal to win the game. I just didn't did believe I. it. I, right, right, I, right. But let me, let me say, let me say, okay, and, and let, me, let me dive in on it a little bit, Skip, because go. When, when I look at the purity of this game and the purity of it, that you held the number one offense in the National Football League to 19 points. You did. All game. Yep. All game. One touchdown. You, you, one touchdown. One touchdown. Yeah. Five 
field goals. Okay. One touchdown, five field goals. You held Tyreek Hill to 99 yards. You did. You Jalen Waddle, that was a great play by Jalen Waddle, but it's it was. the only reception he, he had yep. all day. I can't touch that defense. Okay. I don't even want to hear it. I can't bother that defense. That defense did what it did. This defense averaged giving up 22 points on the road. Now, come on. You're the number two offense. You're putting up 40-some points at home. You can't put up 24 points, 25 points on the road. That's straight on that offense. That's all. All I thought about that first play, when 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 Tony Pollard got tackled on the goal line, I don't know how you can be a Cowboy fan and not think Zeke would have broken that dude's arm trying to tackle him. <laughs> he probably there. would have. The, the dude bicep would have fallen off. Zeke would have ran right through his hand, right through his arm. That's why I always talk about this hammer. Now you're right on getting on Mike McCarthy. You, 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 you know, now you're trying to trick people because you made a bad decision and you don't have a hammer down here, and, and, and we fumble the football. It's just, come on, I needed something out of this offense. When we talk about Philadelphia, when, 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 when they got threatened yesterday, Jalen Hurts had to make some plays, and he made yeah. those plays to get that team right down the field mm-hmm. and score a touchdown. And I, I know Dak made those plays to take us down the field and score a touchdown, but I needed more out of that offense yesterday. You're yeah. going up against the number one offense, and that defense did its job. We're yep. going to win. If you're going to win, it's got to be out of that offense. I need more out of them. They went dead for a, dead t- for, for a good little moment in that game game just dead like you said skip at the beginning they looked so great early on they came right back down that second drive and said let's go get that touchdown i said oh my god this is what i'm talking about now they are ready to show people and then Uh. what it was nothing once once they went away from 88 we went back to nobody else can make a play out here and the thing looked bad It, 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 it just looked bad i still put all of this on that offense, you gotta give me more than that. M- Michael, you came up forty. You came up twenty-one points shy of your prediction. <laughs> Is forty-one uh, thirty-eight? You, right. You did come up yeah. short, right? Uh, and on top of that, yep. you be coming up short on offense on the road all year long. <laughs> this is what I keep trying to tell you. I keep trying to tell right. you this. You you say right, right. you need more out of the offense. This is Man, a recurring you, 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 theme for you and Skip. On Mondays, or better yet, here's Tuesday, but on Mondays you would come in, coming off the road, and the first thing you would say is we, other than the Buffalo game, but you still needed more offense in a Buffalo game, you're averaging 40 at home. You're not averaging 40 on the road. This is a different team on the road. You're going on the road in the playoffs, buddy. You are going on the road. I understand you want outside hope and, oh, my God, maybe – it's not going to happen. It's done. It's, it's, done. it's gonna. You're probably going to be it's in Tampa Bay We're playing against a hot quarterback right. in yep. Baker Mayfield. Yep. Right. That right. is correct. And we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk about that and playing against Baker Mayfield. Why I'm 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 comfortable with that. But but you was but comfortable with here. this. You had 41 on the on the what? Dolphins. You were comfortable. Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 I was comfortable with this. But but I'm going back to that, and I'm telling you why I was comfortable with this, because I was expecting the offense to show up. You can say what you will. I, I, I looked at the weather in Buffalo. I looked at those other two losses, the best teams in the NFC, and I said, okay, the, the, key, key. 
For me, Keith, and this is what's so hard for me to gather, and, and maybe not. I, you have the talent. I know you have the talent. That's why you can put 40 up at home. So it's not a skill thing. This is a will thing. This is a desire thing. This is a decision that you can make to go and play better. So it's hard for me to wrap my head around why yeah. they are playing this way on the road. Because the teams are better than you. Period. I, I understand. You know what? You know what? When that game ended, I did not <laughs> think the Dolphins were better than the Cowboys. I just thought they you played mean, a little you, better. First of all, I didn't you mean, talked about Tyreek not getting 100. You, you, you talking about Tyreek right. not getting 100? Yeah. When they nine wanted to get the football, nine. when they wanted to get the football to Tyreek, they got the football okay, with okay. ease to well, Tyreek Hill. Okay. He was coming off point. an ankle no, no. injury, homie. Think yeah. about it. No, oh, I just used homie. Right, right. All right. Okay. Right, right, right. Time out. Right. Let, let me interject there. Last drive, it came down to a third and three play at the Dallas 33. And our Go little screen. slot corner, Jordan Lewis, played the best on our defense. He had made several plays in the backfield, blowing plays up. He's got Tyreek Mann on this play, and Tyreek goes <laughs> in motion. And you can see Jordan Lewis He's a step late. He goes back, Flip. back with him, and he doesn't Check get it. there, and then he overruns on, it. Man. Okay, that's that's okay. wanting to get the football to your dudes in key situations. Okay. That was it. That's the game. Because if you if you throw him for a loss there, if, man, you, come if, on. if you beat him to the punch, you're not gonna beat okay? that to the right. punch. Though. Okay, but if if Jordan Lewis right. gets there a split second earlier, he, split he second should. earlier. Right. Come on, come on, Jordan. Come on, Jordan. But we no, scout no. this. We know right. that we know what they getting ready to do. That's why we okay. call the play. Right. All right. But that's right. it. Because right. the game's but, but over. That's there. What, what Skip is saying also. The same thing Malcolm Butler did in the Super Bowl a he couple did. years ago. That was if it. If you it's studied it and you play. scouted it, it you can shoot that right there you can and you can make that tackle in the backfield. Game over. Game, game over. over. So yeah. that's what Skip is saying. I'm yeah. I'm with him on that, Key. That that that's and that, that's but, what we're talking about. Point, I just though, talked about. I just talked about Jalen Hurst making that play. When the game is on the line, are you that person to make that play? That's what Dallas is missing. But, but that guy that says, I'm going to take that chance. And, and that dude's going to all of a sudden show up for you? Are you going to all of a sudden find that guy? Because okay. the dude on the no. offensive side of the ball is 88. That's them that's deliberately right. not getting him the football. That ain't that ain't right. what the Miami Dolphins and Tua did. Right. They said, hurt ankle Correct. and all. We get the ball to our dude in okay. this situation. All right, but Keyshawn, all week you Correct. said Dolphins will run the ball down our throats just well, the way Buffalo okay. did. And guess what? We outrushed them 97 yards to 91 okay, yards. I'll take to. that. They I'll didn't take need it. to. I'll take right. it. But in the end... <laughs> We led the league in quarterback pressures coming into this game, and we didn't bother Tua much at all. We got him one time. And the whole there's game. the problem on defense. Yeah. There's the problem on yeah. defense. Skip. So you, you got a problem on offense. You got a problem on defense. So to me, Michael, it seems no. like y'all got a problem. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> what do you mean? No, no, no. We're talking about it all coming together at the right time and you playing think, together. That's what. The, that's the aim of every team in the National team. Football <laughs> League. Don't act like this just us. Every I, team I, I in the I National love Football you to League death. is trying to get it together. I love you to death. I've been dealing with you since 1995, Michael. Okay? <laughs> I heard the same mess after Arizona, the same mess after Philly, San Francisco, mm -hmm. the same mess after Philly, Buffalo, and Miami. Yeah. Gathering information. We want to put it together. You told me the offense, you needed to see something from the offense. Now you're saying five minutes later you need to see this out of defense. That means when right. you put it Keyshawn, together. Keyshawn, last question. Do you think we could beat right, right, Baker right. Mayfield at Baker Mayfield in a playoff game? I don't know.
You don't know? I honestly I think don't. you do think we no, can I do don't. that. No, I don't. I honestly yeah. don't know. We're he's still playing, afloat. He's playing good, and y'all a bad road team. But he Michael is. said, y'all not a bad he road is. team. That's what he told me a couple well, weeks no, ago. No, I, I know. I, I, told, I, I know. I, told, I gave you specific reasons why I refuse to call him a bad road team at the time. Now, right now, they're three oh, and four a bad road team, Mr. At the time. But, but no, no, now you, you keep getting opportunities, opportunities against a good, a good team. Now, you're not the best team. You're not Kansas. You're not New, um, Philadelphia. You're not San Francisco. You're, now you're losing to Buffalo. Now you lose to Miami. Uh, okay, I'm saying, all right, we, we're, we're not playing well on the road now, and we got to figure right. out ways to win on Are the road. Are you a bad road team, yes or no? A bad road team is you can't win any games. If you can hover around 500 on the road, that's not a bad road no. team if you're undefeated at home. You understand what I'm saying? We have you can always get in the playoffs. Road. I give you that. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com. Dot com slash undisputed pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P dot com slash undisputed pod. Your mental health journey begins here. Okay, buckle up for this. Richard Sherman, you've been pushing Brock Purdy, even Christian McCaffrey for MVP. Your point being that Lamar Jackson just doesn't have MVP caliber statistics. So did last night change your mind at all about that? I'm not going first on this, Skip, because I don't feel like being interrupted when I make my point. Oh. Go ahead, Keyshawn, because this is going to be destruction. Uh, and I am, I'm, I am oh, interested to hear so that's this how we're perspective. Play it. Okay. This is exactly how we're going to play. All right. Uh, So, look. You good with this, Keisha? I'm I'm fine with it. (laughs) Okay, here we go. So, here's what I'll say, Richard. He locked up the MVP as far as I'm concerned last night because that's the biggest stage. Everybody watching Christmas night, as Skip said earlier, we've never seen this before in a long time. 30 years. In my generation of understanding football, I hadn't seen it in 30 years. Yes. So, now we talk about two things. Lamar Jackson is the reason that this offense goes. It just goes. We've seen him with him. We've seen the Ravens without him. He does not have two other teammates, or better yet, another uh, a teammate fighting the split votes like McCaffrey, yeah. like Brock Purdy. So yeah. that's another nugget. On top of that, there is 14 players with more passing yards, mm-hmm. as I said before. And there's 13 players. With, with more passing TDs in the NFL right now than Lamar. 
There's going to be gaudy numbers mm -hmm. better and bigger than Lamar's by the end of the season. You're going to have guys like Matthew Stafford might have a few ticks more. You're going to have Jared Goff's a few ticks more. You're going to have Tua a few ticks more. None of those names that I just mentioned are even in the conversation for MVP. And their numbers are going to be better. One has already won the division. Another is trying to get into the playoffs. It most likely looked like the Rams are going to get in based on the way that they've been playing. Mm. Then on top of that, when you dive into this season alone, since you so fixated on the numbers, and I'm not talking about just passing statistics. I'm talking about a dual mm -hmm. threat, all everything together. Because Brock Purdy doesn't do exactly the same things that Lamar does. Lamar throws... 30-something-hundred yards, running for 800-something. He's got 4,100 total yards. Brock Purdy has 4,100 total yards. Oh. Brock Purdy has 31 total touchdowns. Lamar has 24 total touchdowns. Brock Purdy doesn't have 40 to 24. It's 24 to 31. Mm. You want to make it seem so egregious, and I understand. You play for the Niners, you cast a lot of checks <laughs> for the Niners. I understand that. I get that. Now, if you want to just talk about when trailing, when trailing, I'm just going to start off by saying Lamar Jackson passing yards when trailing is 685. You know what the TD to interception ratio is? Six to one. Completion percent is 69. Passer rating 110. Now I'll go to Brock Purdy. Passing yards 1,000. Five to seven mm. interception touchdown ratio. When trailing. When trailing. Mm -hmm. So that just goes to show you the importance. Completion percentage, 63.7. Mm. Passer rating, 82 compared to 110.3, which means Lamar is leading the league in that statistical category. Mm. Now you say to me, it doesn't matter. Yes, it matters. Here's why. Because I'd rather have a guy that can, just like he did last night, you can't tee off on him because you now got to worry about him pulling it down deciding to move around just like he did in hitting uh, uh, Nelson Aguilar on the, in the corner of the end zone when they didn't know if he was going to run or he was going to throw. And, and you're sitting here trying to tell me that this dude is not the MVP of the National Football League based on some history. The league is not the same as it was a year ago, a year before that. The numbers aren't the same. Nobody's throwing for 49 touchdowns, 50 touchdowns. This year. It's just not happening. So where we at right now, He's the MVP of the league, and I'll let you go ahead and dig up whatever you want to dig up. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you were completely done. Um, so, again, you watch a game, and I love Lamar Jackson as much as anybody. I, you know, I've supported him the whole time. If he had his numbers that he had the MVP year, which was 43 touchdowns to six interceptions, 43 total, then we would be shouting from the rooftops he's the MVP of the league. So you're talking about this team wouldn't be this. First off, we haven't seen them without him this year. So just like you said, no other years matter. He's been a starting quarterback for the Ravens this entire year. So don't make the point that no other year matters unless you, you know what I mean? But Josh Allen has 40 total touchdowns right now. Does that mean he's the MVP of the league? No, it does not. He's accounted for 83% of his team's touchdowns. 83. He No QB is more important to their team right now than Josh Allen is to the Buffalo Bills. Mm. So you can argue whatever you want to argue. You can walk off because when you walk off, that means you don't have the power to make a conscious argument. And I hear you. 
The Baltimore Ravens defense had five turnovers last night. So when we watch that game and you watch them play against one of the best offenses in the National Football League and they have five turnovers and you tell me Lamar, Lamar Jackson was the reason they won that game, then I, I have a hard time with that because I'm sitting there watching the game and I'm like, dang, that defense is giving them trouble. Five turnovers. So again, we talk about every other year before this, every other year before this, every other quarterback. So we're going to go the percentage of touchdowns the quarterback was responsible for. So last year, Patrick Mahomes, 76%. He was responsible for 76% of the team's touchdowns. The year before, Aaron Rodgers, 77. The year before, Aaron Rodgers again, 80%. The year before, Lamar Jackson. This very Lamar Jackson that we're talking about was responsible for 74% of his team's touchdowns. And before that, Patrick Mahomes at 79%. But this year, we're talking about Lamar Jackson and the percentage touchdowns he's responsible for is 55. That's not the same. So I like him as much as anybody else. But if you're telling me that nothing from previous years matters, that, hey, we're just going to throw away all logic for MVP voting that has happened in the past five years, then cool, I guess weak stats don't matter. But they have mattered in every other argument. When we talk about defensive player of the year, when we're talking about offensive player of the year, when we're talking about every other category, coach of the year, these stats matter, but we're just going to throw them out now because it's convenient for your argument? I don't think mm. so. So you're talking about a year where the quarterbacks aren't playing well? Then it's probably going to Tyreek Hill or Christian McCaffrey. And they played the Miami Dolphins. I love how you say the stats don't matter. When he's been middle of the pack in every category this year. So you're saying the MVP of the league is middle of the pack in every single category. Passing completion percentage, yardage, touchdowns, rushing touchdown. Like, like you're not giving me anything to say. Usually when the MVP of the league, they're number one in at least multiple categories. There's not one category he's number one in. Mm. So when you're making this argument, Keyshawn, you're not making an argument based in statistics, concrete information that you could hang your hat on. You're basing it off of, you said one game, the eye test, BS like that. I hear you, but that's nothing to argue. Uh, Richard, I, I don't even noticed, have a rebuttal. But, um, Keyshawn, I know you don't. Couldn't process your argument I don't to the point that he, he had to go. Take I don't even a have walk. a rebuttal. Yeah. Because the fact I that know, you think, I the clearly. fact that you think, because they got five turnovers, I better get four. I don't even want to count Sam Darn. That was garbage time. Four turnovers. I think they scored on every last one. I, I, I think they, they did not. They did I, not. I, I said, You're I not think. Watching. You clearly did not. I, I you said, I think. think no, that they scored on every last one. I don't want to hear think. I want to hear facts. Yeah, I, okay. They scored on I, seven scored, straight possessions. They scored a lot. Yeah. At some point, you they have had three turnovers watching. in the first half. They scored 13, 14, 16 points. Mm -hmm. The bottom line is they capitalized on it and they scored points, man. St just stop with it, Richard. I get it. So just stop with what? I get it. Make an argument with based in facts, Keyshawn. That's I, I gave you, you, I gave you plenty. I gave you plenty. And you didn't give me so enough to win he, the argument. So That's why is he the leader on the leaderboard and all the odds makers if I don't know what I'm talking about and you do? He is the there's a, there's, every, every week it changes, Keyshawn. I, yeah, I mean, it certainly changed after last night. Yep. Yes, that did. is correct. It changes every week. Okay. And, and right. the, the favorites for Super Bowl change every week. Like, what, what does it matter? So, Richard, remember, every year is a snowflake. It's all different. You, you have to process all the information that's happening right before your very eyes. Thank you. And you see 
that the only stat that seems to matter right now that rises to the top is 12 and three. That's what the Ravens are, because I think even you would admit this man has a lot to do with it. He is the leader, the playmaker, the driving force of the Ravens in the locker room, on the sideline, in the huddle, and with the football in his hands. And if you look hard at his stats, he has rushed the ball for 786 yards. And among quarterbacks, that's 231 yards more than anybody else. Justin Fields is second. So he is dominating running the football as a quarterback. And if we're just going to do touchdown passes, my guy, Dak Prescott, still has one more than Brock Purdy. But you don't hear me making any case for Dak to be the MVP for the last couple of weeks because he's not because he went on the road and he failed completely at Buffalo and he played just okay at Miami. He did not play like an MVP at Miami. So then you put into the context, remember, who was Lamar's favorite receiver? Who was his security blanket? It was Mark Andrews and he lost him to a hip drop tackle. Maybe he'll come back at the end of the year. I I don't know. It seems doubtful to me. And he continues to lose running backs by the week. He lost Keaton Mitchell. He lost J.K. Dobbins. And they keep just recycling and going back to the tried and true. And you you can't tell me that they're loaded on offense the way the 49ers are loaded on offense. And I, I give you even McCaffrey's argument is still very strong. And he had a very good game last night. He, he's 338 yards ahead of the next in, next uh, running back. It's Kyron uh, Williams at rushing. And his total combined yards are 300 more than anybody else, more than Tyreek. So I, I give you McCaffrey even more than I give you Brock Purdy right now. But the point is, in the end, you, you just have to eye test it because the Ravens are going to beat the Dolphins. If, if they don't, you got to We'll flip it around. We'll, we'll do it next Monday. But I believe they're going to the Ravens will beat the Dolphins at Baltimore. Then they'll beat the Steelers in Baltimore and they're going to finish 14 and three with the number one seed in the AFC. And I think they will rise up into being the Super Bowl favorite because the 49ers are still slightly above them as the Super Bowl favorite. But if all that happens, I think you're going to have to give it up and give in to the fact this is a new year, a different year. The mold has been shattered. And even with lower overall stats, you, you would have to say Lamar has been the most valuable player in the league. Then we'll, then we'll change the way they view MVP. You just got to be the quarterback of the best team in the league with the best record. I got you, Skip. The well, it, it always helps more. that cool. you are. That's <clears throat> no, often the case. No, it, 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 and, and it helps that you're over 70% responsible for your team's touchdowns. So those are the patterns that this league has shown for every year before today. I mean, I, so, okay, I got you, Skip. But I'm saying the way you're saying it, like this is concrete and, and, the, and if he had the stats that he had in 2018 when he won it, this would be concrete. This wouldn't matter sure. if he won or lost in, in, in Miami next week against Miami. It wouldn't matter because his stats are so overwhelming that you would say, I mean, regardless of what happens, he's got the numbers. He's the MVP. It's clear and evident. That's not the case this year. And I, I like Lamar as much as anybody, but just a, I'm a numbers guy. Okay, but did drops count? Because for a while, they were leading the league in drops. They had two big drop games that really hurt his numbers. I mean, every team, I think Kansas City's leading them in drops. So do I say Patrick Mahomes is the MVP and that we should count those drops against his his touchdowns? No, that's not what we do, Skip. That's not We don't play the what-if game. What concrete numbers do you have and what ones do you not have? And that's what we go with.
I'll take a dude that's going to give me a combination, a total package, leadership in a locker room, 4,800 yep. yards, both on the ground and in the air, all day long as my MVP with the best record in the league, with the home field advantage throughout the playoffs. I'm signing up for that all day long. I'm sorry. I'm just – that's just me. I don't know where you found 4,800 yards at. Well, well at, the end of, at, at the, at the end, end of the – I'm projecting year. at the end yeah. of the season. I'm projecting at the end of the I, season. Okay. That's what I'm projecting. Total be meet between him running and throwing. By the time we get to the end of the season, he's going to be at that number that everybody – like I always used to tell people, Skip, about certain style quarterbacks like Lamar. If a dude gives you 4,000 yards in passing and 30 touchdowns in passing and Lamar gives you 2,000 in passing and 2,000 in run, or, or yeah, 2,000 mm-hmm. running and 15 and 15, what's the difference? Mm. What's the difference? It's the same thing. We won. We 12 and whatever. We won. We going to playoffs. Yep. Why do so, I have so to have a quarterback so, so to, throwing to the this ball logic, for to, them numbers? To this logic. So if Tua Tungavailoa beats Lamar, he's the MVP? Is that, that, that if, what if we're Tua, if, if Tua beats Lamar, he he's going to jump yeah. significantly. 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 So on the road, so, so in the rain, or in the cold, and the snow, he's going to jump significantly, probably with Tyreek Hill. Yeah. 